0: are live. I hope everybody is doing good. Be blessed in Jesus mighty name. I mean that be blessed in Jesus mighty name. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of God. We need to do that because we are warring against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. We need to do that. We must as the body of Christ be the restraining and you cannot comply and restrain at the same time, let's get right into the Biden class classified documents. Let me just put out this this little bit of groundwork. Understand that there is no such thing as gotcha for the Democrats. They don't care when all of us, when we get caught in hypocrisy, when we get caught, let's say we're, you know, accusing people of one thing and we're actually doing it ourselves. You and I would have a measure of humi- of humility we would have a, a measure of humiliation, we would feel bad, we would apologize. They will never do that. So if you're thinking, any minute now, Merrick Garland's gonna come out, contrite and said, you know what? You know, it's really hypocritical that we raided Mar-a-Lago for classified documents that, that the president declassified, and Biden doesn't have the right to declassify uh, classified documents, so it's absolutely impossible that Biden's documents were declassified. If you think that's going to happen, it's not. It's almost sort of QAnon-ish with people sometimes. They always think that something big is going to happen because of these things. It's not. What has to happen is this. We need to not be going, uh, you know, uh, just yelling and screaming and and getting up in arms. And, of course, I don't mean that literally, up in arms. And make sure I say that to all the social media uh, idiots out there that are waiting to ban me. But. We don't need to get all excited and flustered. What we need to do, and when I say we, I mean our side of the aisle, our side of politics, which is the correct side, is we just need to be very dedicated, almost solemn, investigate and prosecute. That's it. You're like, well, Tom, that isn't really possible because of Garner. It is possible. It is possible. We need to get this out. Even the mainstream media is being forced to cover this Biden possession of classified documents. They're being forced to do it. But what we need to do is not wait for them to come out and say, oh, you know, we are just galactic hypocrites. Uh, you got us, gotcha. None of that, it's never gonna happen because these people do not have principles. In order to have humility, in order to be humiliated, in order to recognize hypocrisy, you actually have to have fundamental principles. They don't have any fundamental principles. At all, they they will do and say. The principalist person will do and say anything to usher forward their dishonest agenda. You might be thinking, why would anybody want an agenda that you have to lie to get? That's a great question, but that is the entire globalist bourgeois leftist elites. They are ushering forward an agenda that they endlessly have to lie about, and they're not worried about it. Don't don't think we don't. Everyone doesn't need to get all excited and all flustered. You know, we got you. We're going to get you now. You know, what what needs to happen is process. Really just solemn process, almost emotionless process. Get to the facts. This needs to be in front of a congressional committee that forces the Justice Department to take action. Subpoenas, whatever it is, subpoenas, uh, affidavits, whatever. And you know what? You have another select committee that actually has the congressional power to subpoena people, unlike the 1-6 committee, and if they don't abide by their subpoenas, you charge them, again, without excitement, without emotion, without great passion, if they don't respond to, let's say, Jim Jordan's subpoena in charge of the intel committee, if if they don't actually respond to those, then they can end up in front of you know, they'll go to court or they'll be criminally prosecuted, just like Bannon was wrongfully criminally prosecuted because the one six committee does not have the constitutional power to issue subpoenas. So when Steve Bannon blew off that subpoena, when he didn't obey that subpoena, he wasn't committing a crime because it's fruit of the poisonous tree coming from a subpoena of coming from a committee that doesn't have the lawful right. To issue subpoenas. Why didn't they have the lawful right to issue subpoenas? I probably said this ten times on the show, but in case there's a couple new people that are watching, because Kevin McCarthy is the minority leader at the time, has the right to put on the two minority positions on the 1-6 committee, he has the right to put two of his 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 choosing. Whoever he chooses to be on that committee goes on that committee. Whoever he appoints goes on that committee. Nancy Pelosi refused his appointees, therefore. Invalidate, and that's where you got Cheney and Kinzinger. You refused McCarthy's, which Jordan was one of them. She refused them, therefore invalidating the 1-6 committee's ability because you have to allow the minority leader to appoint his members. That was not allowed. Therefore, the 1-6 committee does not have subpoena power, period. Now, a new committee where we're going to let any Democrat, whatever two Democrats they want on, McCarthy will let them on and I'm not a big McCarthy fan. I'm just telling you he will. He'll let them on and they will have legitimate subpoena power. We need to with contriteness, you know, with 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 determination, steel like determination, just go through what needs to be done. I don't mean, go through the motions, but we need to just do what needs to be done. Subpoena put together a committee on the since we have Mar-a-Lago being raided for classified documents that were declassified lawfully by the president, therefore an illegal raid on a former president's home, first time in the history of America that's ever happened. But now that we have a vice president in possession of classified documents, there needs to be a Joe Biden as vice president in possession of classified documents committee. And they can have whatever Democrat they want on there. Because we'll still have the majority. The majority will issue the subpoenas. Biden needs to be subpoenaed. His attorneys need to be subpoenaed. The people from UPenn need to be subpoenaed. Let's get into this. I'll let Cash Patel lay the groundwork for this the Carry America video. Play for me. We now know with Jim Jordan, and they're in freakout mode. They're in freakout mode. But I want to tie, because you've been so so good about this uh, situation in mar uh, Joe Biden's got... Files of top of uh, compartmented top secret documents spread all over. He's he's got in 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 a, in, a uh, in his office at the University of Pennsylvania. I think the Washington bureau that's financed by the Chinese Communist Party. Does he have? Does a vice president have declassification authority? Circuit? He declassify those documents.
1: No, that's the greatest distinction from this political gift, if you want to call it that, that we could ever get. I have said, and this is the this is the law, the only person that has unilateral declassification authority and the sole arbiter of classified information is the sitting president of the United States. You know who does not have said declassification authority by the law? The vice president of the United States. You want to talk about a two-tier system of justice run by government gangsters. Joe Biden's documents were discovered a week before the midterm election. This is the third time since Russiagate that the FBI and DOJ politicized the law enforcement apparatus to hijack an election for the Democratic people of the United States of America.
0: Let's go over this really quick now. So you have, you have, of course, which I already went over, the vice president does not have the right ever in life, not before, during and after being vice president does does not have the right to take classified documents. From a facility and put him in his own private facility, which he was, which he did behind locked doors. Very strange, it was behind locked doors. Now, really, one one of the things that you need to look at, and this was on the pregame. I I, I was uh, kind of going back and forth about whether or not to show that uh, Steve Bannon video during the during the show. But when you look at what's called compartmentalization, not compartmentalization where people just com- com- uh, compartmentalize things in their mind. This is an actual legal term. It's called It's it's called compart compartmentalization or or comparting things, uh, compartmenting things. It's hard to say compartmenting things. Now, what does that mean? Well, you have the 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 the, uh, the levels when it comes to top secret material. Is you have secret. Well, you have classified, secret, top secret, and then you have compartmented. Compartmented means what? Top secret. And this is what Joe Biden's the, these. Yeah, so compartmented is above top secret. They are top secret materials that are compartmentalized. They are compartmented, uh, compartmented. So that, that now, what does that mean? They 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 are top secret, but only certain people. You have people with top secret clearance, and they basically they can see anything that's top secret, except if it's compartmented. If it's compartmented, that means only certain people with top secret clearance can see these things. So these are highly top secret compartmented materials that Joe Biden had on a university campus. That's not, did you ever hear anything about compartmentalization or that any of the Trump documents were compartmented? You ever hear any of that? You know why? Because none of them were. And even if they were, it didn't matter because he, he declassified them. Doesn't matter. Top secret, classified, sort of top secret, whatever it may be. Doesn't matter. He, he declassified all of them. It doesn't matter. Just like all of the cassette tapes that were found in Bill Clinton's sock drawer and all of the 144,000 documents that, that, that Barack Hussein Obama has been telling the National Archives that he would deal with immediately. I mean, 144,000 documents that are probably some of them top secret and some of them classified that the National Archives has been waiting for that Barack Obama said, you know what, I'll get that done. Barack Obama left office in January of 2016. It is January of 2023. And he's still not, he still hasn't done one page. He hasn't given one page to the National Archives. I'm, I'm just wondering when the FBI is going to gonna raid Martha's Vineyard. Where, are they going to go raid his office, not his office, his multi-million dollar house on Martha's Vineyard? On, on the sea, uh, his multi million dollar house in D.C., his multi million dollar house on the sea. I'm saying that for global warming purposes. In Hawaii, you're going to raid any of those? 144,000 documents that are due the National Archives. And allegedly, it was the National Archives that contacted the DOJ. If you believe that, you're crazy. It was the DOJ that said, I'm just telling you, this is how it went. It's my opinion. The DOJ sent a message to the National Archives make sure that you contact us and request that we take action. That's what really happened. Just like, just like the DOJ contacted the NSA, the national, not the NSA, not the, not the, not the, not the, uh, the NSA, you know, the government NSA. I'm talking about the National School Board Association. The DOJ under Merrick Garland contacted the National School Board Association and said, you know, we're having problems at these school board meetings with parents that are talking about CRT, and we consider them to be a domestic terrorist threat. Just like DOJ reached out to them, I guarantee you the DOJ reached out to the National Archives in reference to the Mar-a-Lago raid guarantee you that's what happened that's how corrupt merrick garland is again i'll get animated and we can be animated about these things but nothing's going to happen through us being animated what happens is over time the wheel the cogs of the wheel have to turn and sometimes it's too late like I, as much as i love and adore abe abe Homsday, and i love and adore Carry lake it's too late in arizona there's nothing you do now election's been certified it's over all that stuff should have been done long before Katie Hobbs should have should have recused herself. That should have been done. Um, you Tom, you're like, your Tom, you're going way off the top. No, I'm showing you something. Katie Hobbs should have been forced to recuse herself from certifying her own election. That should have been done a year, two years in advance. All of this stuff. Now we actually have a legit opportunity here because we actually hold the purse strings. We actually can have legal subpoena empowered committees, we need to take action now. This is a unique opportunity. Just to show you this, Aaron, this is an Aaron Ginn video, and I like the title of it. He says, this is what fascism looks like. This is from the view. Fascist. That the people who call themselves anti-fascist are fascist. Anti-racist are racist, as they call you, fascist and racist. These people are the right. Rac- you look at it, you You know what's funny is, you're going to see, briefly here, you probably see Whoopi's face on here. Whoopi who said, that the Holocaust has nothing to do with race. I mean, and, that, and then she got, and had to publicly apologize. She's just doubled down on it again recently. And that, so they, she's the one who says that the Nazis' persecution of the Jews, 8 million Jewish people burned to death, killed and then their bodies burned, gassed to death and then burned in the ovens at Dachau and numerous other places, Auschwitz and numerous other locations, had nothing to do with race. So that's what the anti fascist says. Now they, That's because they're actually the fascist. So here's the view talking about the Biden classified documents. And Aaron Ginn writes this is what fascism looks like the application of justice. Remember this three words justice by sentiment. Play for me. Really? I
1: but, mean, I, I think that no, what you just said is yeah, right that, yeah. that there are differences in what happened. Yes. But the know, I mean, are not good. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. You know? To say that he obstructed and he lied we don't think that biden is a liar and a thief so we give him the benefit of the doubt that's probably what's going on but what i think also is going on no matter what the truth of it is will be they will spin it Bubblehead and marjorie taylor and that crowd matt gates you think they're not going to spin this that is just as bad as trump and so the the lie gets out there people believe it just like that donaldson person whatever his name is byron. what's his name byron byron donalds Donald. Yeah. i saw him also he was at the uh the fight on the floor too yeah. wasn't He's He was nominated for speaker a number by two people. He's the new darling. in the fifteen rounds. I mean what I'm just saying is that the lying has been so invasive, Mm -hmm. so ubiquitous Mm -hmm. that no one will believe the truth anymore. And that, that you can put that at the at the feet of Donald Trump who started the lying. So
0: So let's look at those three words, justice by sentiment. So you have Joy Behar say, let's just assume for argument's sake that Trump is a liar and a thief. First of all, to say that Biden's not a liar and a thief is very interesting since there's mass video footage of the man on mainstream media, bold-faced lying. Remember, I had two scholarships or I, or I had a full scholarship. He didn't have a full scholarship. He graduated with multiple degrees. All his various lies, we all know that. So, I mean, in the myriad of others, I could, I could spend a half hour on that, but I don't want to do it. So just just let's say Trump is the liar and Biden is not, let's say, Right. Well, does that mean when Biden gets caught committing a felony, which he's done here by having these documents in his possession, taking them out of where they're supposed to be and having them in a private office as vice president, which is a felonious crime. So even if he's not a liar, he he doesn't get charged then because he's not a liar. I mean, tell me how that makes sense. And the other part of what she's saying is, this is right out of Proverbs chapter twenty, verse ten. Differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. You don't have you don't have rules for thee and not for me. Or rules for me and not for thee. It's all the it's the same rules for everybody. Period. Whether they were a liar before the crime or not, whether they were a Republican before the crime or not, whether they were a Democrat, a Republican, a lying Democrat, or a lying Republican, it doesn't matter if they commit a crime. It needs to be assessed as far as prosecution, period. But she's saying, basically, because the guy is on our side, he's not going to be prosecuted. It's the same thing that happens with the, uh, they call us insurrectionists for questioning elections. Stacey Abrams didn't, hasn't even stopped questioning her original defeat to Brian Kemp. To this day, I mean, five years later, here we are. And she still, this doesn't just question it. She actually says it was an illegitimate election. Hillary Clinton, now for going on six, seven, eight years now, six, so we go on the second year, uh, the third year of the Biden administration, so at least for for six years she's been saying that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians and it it was an invalid election, illegitimate election. uh, Hakeem Jeffries, he said the same thing, now minority leader for the Democrats called Donald Trump an illegitimate president. Therefore, they're insurrectionists, right? No, they're not insurrectionists because they're right according to what we think is how Joe Joy Behar is. So I guess then what it it comes down to is is if I think that you're right because of your politics, you're non-prosecutable. But if I don't like your politics, then you are very prosecutable. doesn't matter who's actually committed a crime or not. It depends on what side of the political aisle you're on, i.e., banana republic that's who these people are that's i mean and everyone doesn't expect any different any difference from the view let me just say this too about the big lie just again it's been a while since i've talked about the big lie because you have joe biden say goebbels was committing the big lie is that true well goebbels was a big time liar but goebbels and mein kampf that all comes from hitler and goebbels that's got nothing they didn't call themselves the big liars They didn't espouse something. They didn't espouse something that was, you know, this is what we do. We do the big lie. We do the big gaslighting, which, of course, they did. They were accusing the Jews of that. So it's very funny, again, that the people who call themselves anti-fascists adopt the fascist uh, vernacular of accusing your adversaries of committing the big lie. That's exactly. Of course, Goebbels lied, Goebbels is a, you know, a hellbound demon. I'm just saying. And, and so is Hitler. But here's the thing. They weren't the ones saying, you know what? We're committing the big lie. They were accusing the Jews of committing the big lie. Just like the Biden administration, just like the global leftist elite, whenever it comes to anything that we call them out on, they label it the big lie, just like Hitler labeled the Jews as committing the big lie. Isn't that funny? That, listen, I've said this many times demons are eternal angels are eternal your soul is eternal you are never going to die you'll spend eternity on earth and then in heaven or hell period you'll never die so the very same demons that were telling hitler to say that the jews were committing the big lie are the same demons telling the biden administration to accuse people like you and i who simply want a forensic audit of an election of committing the big lie keep that in mind same demons All right, let's go to the next one. Insurrection Barbie tweet. UPenn received, this is where Biden, it's all these strange coincidences, isn't it? Steve Bannon says there, we don't believe in conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. Very strange here. UPenn received $7.7 million in 2017 from the Chinese Communist Party. I wanna, let's, if those of you who are older than 40 if you can remember back in the day when our number one enemy was not Russia, it was the Soviet Union. And can you imagine if a, a, an institution of learning, a university, many of them state-sponsored with UPenn is probably, I don't know for sure. They're receiving, say they were receiving seven or eight million dollars from the Soviet Union. How, how would that have been received? Because China is just as much or more of a threat to us than the Soviet Union was, both politically, militarily, and economically, and probably with those three uh, together is more of a threat than the Soviet Union was back in the 70s and 80s and early 90s. So imagine if the Soviet Union, for those of you that can remember, those young people that are watching, you're not going to remember, but imagine if the Soviet Union during the Cold War, it was found out that the Soviet Union was giving seven, eight million dollars and this actually this institution I believe got up to 54 million dollars. In 2018, Biden announced he was running for president and his UPenn think tank received 27.1 million dollars from the CCP. 15.8 million of that was anonymous and untraceable. Talk about foreign election interference. Very strange how Joe Biden, he hates COVID so much. We're, we're we're Until April 23rd of this year, we're in, still in a COVID state of emergency for a, some unknown reason. Hates it so much, but he does absolutely nothing to get to the origins of COVID. Have you noticed it? He does nothing. He does no political sanctions of China, no military sanctions of China. Doesn't hold China to account at all. Isn't sending a team over to try to figure out what happened at the Wutan, Wuhan Institute of Virology. Isn't it strange? And then lo and behold, where he is where he is keeping, storing uh, as a felonious crime, as a felony, where he is storing those documents at UPenn, they receive, UPenn receives 7.7 million, 27 million, and 15.8 million upon the uh, 27 million, I'm gonna make sure I read it right. And his UPenn think tank received 27 million, 15 million. want to UPEN. What did he receive? Um, i, I want to i'm gonna read it again so i get it right you been received got it, okay and in 2018 biden announced that's what i wanted biden announced he was running for president and his UPenn think tank received 27 million strange from the ccp why would he, why would the ccp want biden and not trump because trump was but tr- listen again i am no trump sycophant there's things that trump did great and if trump runs against any democrat i'm voting for him whether, was, whether it's Trump or DeSantis, I don't know yet. I wanted to find it out. We'll see. Trump was horrible on vaccines and horrible in his COVID response initially. Initially got good. You know, March horrible. April horrible. It's part of May horrible. And then he got good with it. But absolutely terrible on vaccines. And to this day, terrible on vaccines. But why would the Chinese Communist Party? This is the CCP sending millions upon millions and what i've read is 54 million dollars to UPenn. where biden was where biden kept classified documents is it a blackmail scheme don't know it's just very strange very strange that a ccp official had an office right next to joe biden paid for by hunter biden strange isn't it strange that hunter biden was doing deals business deals with the head of intelligence with from the ccp strange isn't it that's all fact 100% 100% fact. Some are former, some are current, but it's all fact. It's just very strange. There are no conspiracies, but there are, but there, that there, and there are no coincidences. Things are what they are. If it's if a conspiracy is true, then it's not a conspiracy. It actually happened. We don't know anything yet. I can't put everything together. Nobody can yet. We don't have the ability to, but Congress does. These can all of this can be subpoenaed all of the all of UPenn their officials can be subpoenaed everybody can Joe Joe Biden's attorneys who discovered allegedly discovered we'll get to that in a second discovered these classified documents they can all be subpoenaed let's go to the next one and again there's no coincidence why is China never held accountable by the left in this country and many on the right uh, i.e. Mitch McConnell and, and many other, many others on the right that don't, don't hold the CCP accountable. Probably Mitch McConnell, whose, whose family, his, his wife, his, his in-laws run a major shipping company that does multi-billion dollar contracts with the CCP. And he never takes action against China either. Isn't it very strange that all of these guys espouse, and it breaks my heart to actually see right-wing people, even, even like Peter McCullough, will come out and say, you know, we've had a million Americans die of COVID-19, which I say to Peter McCullough, who I love, Peter, if that was possible, if, that, if that's true, then it invalidates most of the things that you say. It isn't true, but I, I, I'll, I'll get into COVID when, when it's time. But isn't it strange here? 65 Democrats just voted against the committee to investigate China. 65 Democrats do not want us to investigate China. China must be investigated, but 65 Democrats don't want to. Joe Biden keeps his classified documents on the UPenn campus, which is being financed by the Chinese Communist Party. Isn't it strange that the very building Joe Biden was keeping his documents was being financed by the Chinese Communist Party, and that Hunter Biden was doing business deals with CCP-controlled banks, with the, with the heads of intel from the CCP? China must be investigated, but the left doesn't want it to be investigated. You need to remember something, and I, can't, I keep forgetting to to bring these videos, and I got to bring them in. But the, what the left wants, the left in our country, not alone the along with the globalist left, they want us to be China. Their shining city on a hill. Their goal is for all of us to live as the Chinese Lao Beijing live, they want us to live that way. The Chinese citizenry that's not part of the CCP but is under the thumb of the CCP. That's how they want it. That's their goal. And that's why none of these leftists ever take action against them because that's their goal. They want, they believe they're all going to be Xi Jinping's. That they'll be untouched by their own mandates, dictates, and leftist legislation. They believe that. Everybody believes that until it reaches out and touches them. And it always does. Alex Tweet, breaking... US House votes 221 to 211 to approve creation of new House Judiciary Select Committee on the weaponization of the federal government. So here we have now this this is important stuff because I bring this up. So now we have a committee, you can bring it back to me. We have a committee on the wep- I have it all written here. Weaponization of the federal government. It's a great committee. That's I mean, considering that we just had the DOJ a raid Mar a Lago that we just that we're having the DOJ every day arrest pro life activists. That the DOJ absolutely ignores 100,000, 107,000 Americans that died of fentanyl overdoses in 2021, just ignores all of that. 40% increase in felonious crimes, 25% increase in felony murder. That all is completely ignored by the DOJ. But we have and of course, we have a mass uh, roundup of anybody that even remotely who went to a, a McDonald's within 20 miles of the 1-6. Insurrection, even labeling it as an insurrection, is a weaponization of the DOJ. How can it be an insurrection when nobody was armed? How can it be an insurrection when it lasted two and a half hours? How can it be an insurrection when nobody took control of the government? How can it be an insurrection when nobody took uh, control of the military? How can it be an insurrection if nobody ever took took control of the purse strings of the federal government for two and a half hours? I mean, it it can't be. So now we have a select committee on the weaponization of the federal government. Now, when what what was the timing? Now we have, of course, this is all just mere coincidence. On the exact same day, listen to this list: that these documents were discovered. I put that in the same quote as insurrection. These documents were discovered by Joe Biden's attorneys. What did, what were they doing there? What what? Why were Joe Biden's attorneys on the campus of the University of Pennsylvania? Why? The president of the United States had attorneys on the campus of the University of Pennsylvania. Why? Well, you know, what's strange is on the day they were discovered magically and then suddenly Biden somehow grows, demonstrates, suddenly spurts out ethics. Why would that be? Why why suddenly does Joe Biden, he has attorneys on the UPenn campus, why do they suddenly, why are they there, A? B, why do they come forward? Now, remember, these documents have been there, have been there for at least six years, at least six years. And these documents were allegedly discovered on November 2nd, I believe it was just before the election. Remember, 3rd, November 2nd. They were discovered for that. And, of course, they were discovered and reported to the GOJ five days before the election, five, six days before the election. And of course, we don't know anything about it. It's just had mar lago raided in August right before the election. But yet, so again, here we have Mayor Garland is unbiased DOJ, raids Mar-a-Lago August before the election. And then, um, and then he discovers that Biden has classified top secret compartmented classified information on the UPenn campus. Not, by the way, again, let me make sure everybody understands this. It's not at his residence. It's just on a college campus. Top secret, compartmented documents on a college campus to send. And then lo and behold, Biden's attorneys happen to be there and they come forward miraculously on the same day. This all gets exposed. It was reported now earlier, but it all comes out on the exact day that Jim Jordan becomes chair of the Judiciary Committee that's strange isn't it and Jim Jordan becomes chair of the select committee on weaponing the weaponization of the government the new committee that was just formed James Comer just becomes a chairman of the oversight committee and Jason Smith just becomes a chairman of the ways and means committee that's the day that they come forward with these documents what a coincidence why would they do that because it's all going to come out the DOJ who knew, has known about this since November 3rd of 2022, they knew, they knew they were going to be subpoenaed. They know about all these investigations that are going to be done by Republicans in the House, by the Matt Gateses and the Jim Jordans of the world, the James Comers of the world. They know it's coming. So lo and behold, the day that these guys take control of the committees, that they know that, that we'll have subpoena power because they'll be legit, unlike the one six. They know that they are going to be Dragged in front of these committees And they do not want to lie In front of these committees They will lie I mean, Fauci has perjured himself so many times It's basically almost un, un, it's, You can't even number it But they will lie But they don't want to So lo and behold We have a come to Jesus moment for Biden Suddenly he grows ethics Suddenly In his attorneys on the day That Jim Jordan James Comer and Jason Smith all start to head up. Very powerful committees in the house. Here comes the Biden administration. You know what? We dag gum it. We were storing classified information, compartmented classified information on a college campus. Not Mar-a-Lago. Remember Mar-a-Lago? Mar-a-Lago, the FBI comes in. Spending way more time on this than I planned on. Mar-a-Lago and Mar-a-Lago the FBI comes in to Trump to the people that you know to the it's it's the Trump administration post-presidency come to Trump's people and they say you know what there's some documents that we're concerned about could you put them behind lock and key and there's no problem they put them behind lock and key three weeks later the same FBI that told Trump Trump's team to put it behind lock and key come with bolt cutters cut off the lock and key and then claim that he committed crimes. Now, remember, though, this is in a skiff. It is actually a skiff at Mar-a-Lago. This is the, resi- this is the residence of the former president of the United States surrounded by Secret Service. Uh, let me just ask you this. Was Biden's office at UPenn surrounded by the Secret Service? No. This is the former president's personal residence surrounded by the Secret Service. And yet, he, committed, he allegedly committed a crime. And, and I'm just wondering, too, Where's all the talk of the mainstream media? Where, where's the FBI? So, I mean, compare the two. Compare the two. You have a top secret skiff, In other words, an approved skiff. I don't know how to describe it except for approved a perimeter around information at Mar-a-Lago approved, not at UPenn. And the mar lago information was not compartmented. It wasn't highly classified. The stuff at UPenn was. So, UPenn wasn't a SCIF. It was high, far more classified than anything at Mar-a-Lago and no action by the DOJ. Strange, isn't it? And it's suddenly, it's suddenly, Biden's attorneys, on the day that Jim Jordan's appointed, on the day that Comer's appointed, on the day that Jason Smith is appointed, Ways and Means Committee, Oversight Committee, uh, Judiciary Committee, Weaponization of Government Committee, here comes Biden's, well, Biden's attorneys came forward in November, but the DOJ comes forward today, or the Biden administration comes forward the same day, yesterday, that all these guys were appointed. Strange, isn't it? Right, let's go to the next one. Are we on Colin Rugg? Yeah, good. Colin Rugg, new Matt Gates says Republicans will re- will release 14,000 hours of J6 tapes that were hidden by the Democrats. We don't have, we, that's the thing. And people need to understand this, too. I've said it a couple times on the podcast. But not only are these 14,000 hours of videotapes sequestered from us, kept confidential from us, but they're also kept confidential from one six defense attorneys, and now, Denver, good things are happening. Listen, we get. I talk a lot, about, a lot about a lot of negative things on this podcast. There's a lot bump stocks, and by the way, that was Trump that made bump stocks illegal. Trump did it again. I'm not. I'm not a sycophant. You know, when Trump does good, I'll say it. When Desantis does good, I'll say it whenever. So look at look at our wins. You got bump stocks have been made legal again. There you have. You have eighty-seven thousand IRS agents that have been defunded. And that's going to the Senate, and what's great about it going to the Senate is that now you're going to get people on the record. Mitt Romney will go on the record. Do you, hey, Mittens, do you want do you want your constituents to be harassed by eighty-seven thousand IRS agents? Willard, what it Willard? Mitt Romney. Willard, do you want that? to put them on the record. This is what you do: legislate over and over again. Put it to the Senate. Get them on the record, just like they're doing right now. Not a fan of McCarthy, but he's doing a great job. I mean, I, you may you may hate me for saying that. I listen. I would I would be just like Gates. I never vote for the man, but he he's he's also a political pragmatist. He's going to do what it takes to survive. So right now, he better he better toe. The MAGA line so these things are happening these these are these are good things that that 14,000 hours is going to come out they can't stop it from coming out it's going to come out now the people who over did you just share a committee oversees the FBI it has to come out now and these are good things that are at Roe v. Wade's overturned bump stocks are back Major wins over the EPA, major win over the EPA, major win in voting rights in New York City. Lots and lots of wins. We need to acknowledge them when we have them, enjoy them when we have them, and then call out the losses, call out the stupidity, call out the communism, the socialism, the totalitarianism. But when we win, and some of these things aren't necessarily wins, except that at least things are being put in place where we have a possibility to compete i got to put this out here. Now, I want to look at this. I'm just taking a hard right or left-hand turn, however you want to look at it. Save America video. And I want to, you know, because in the, in, the, in the pregame of the show, you had Biden talking about Goebbels media, Big Lie, and whatever else. So what, really, if you look at Goebbels media, and I want to set this up for you, if you're going to have a totalitarian regime, and it's not that the Biden administration is a tentacle of the totalitarian regime that the global left is trying to put in place, run out of Davos and run out of Beijing, actually, where, where the World Economic Forum will meet this summer in China. Strange, isn't it? Not in the United States. They'll meet in China. They meet in China every year. But if you're gonna have a totalitarian regime, i.e. Biden administration, and, the, and which is the tentacle of the World Economic uh, Forum, you have to have a Goebbels. You have to have a liar. You have to have a propaganda vomiting machine. You have to have it. You have to have the CIA propagating the media through Operation Mockingbird. You have to have that happen. So how does it work? Well, basically, they just disseminate information to these media outlets via just, just uh, emails and sheets. This is what you need to say. It's just basically a check sheet. This is what you need to say. Now, if you don't believe that happens, watch this video. Play it for me.
1: In the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra
2: cautious while
0: looking for health information in the
2: Twitterverse.
3: Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse.
2: Be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse.
1: Be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious. While looking at health information on Twitter, be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter.
2: Be extra cautious while you're looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. So you need to understand something.
0: And this is this is a, a shot in the arm for all of us. We're smarter than they are. We actually are. We're smarter. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You, the beginning. I'll, I'll put that into into. American vernacular the fear of the Lord is the beginning of being smart and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding we're smarter than they are because we fear the Lord if you're not somebody that fears the Lord and watching this right now get saved in Jesus name but we're smarter than they are. look how dumb you have to be beware of false information they say the exact same thing you think that somebody who's going to who's going to propagandize who's going to gaslit in other words habitually lie and repeat the same lie over and over again which again, Joe Biden calls that the big lie. No, no, the big lie is what somebody falsely accuses you of. Like Goebbels and Hitler falsely accused the Jews of committing. But if you're going to propagandize, you think you might want to edit that bad boy a little bit. Say Instead of saying, you know what, beware of false information in the Twitterverse, maybe if some of you say, beware of some, you know, some wrong information that Twitter's putting out. Whatever it is, you, you kind of mix it up a little bit, but they're not smart. They're just zealous and don't listen. Don't undersell zeal. Zeal, I mean don't 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 mitigate it. It's it's powerful. Zeal is powerful. They are zealous, but they're not smart. They they get their marching orders from the federal government. And they're told, you know what, this is what you will say. Tom, come on, that's not true. That's really right-wing conspiracy you know, theory and whatever. Really, we've, we've discovered now, you have Adam Schiff telling Twitter what to say, the Biden administration, Jen Psaki telling Twitter what to say, their operatives inside of Twitter, Fauci's daughter inside of Twitter. If they're doing it to Twitter, doing it with Facebook, doing it with Instagram, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. They're all getting their marching orders. But they're not smart. They're not smart enough to mix it up a little bit, at least change the words around. They say the same thing over and over again because they're zealous. They're zealous, but they're not smart. Here's Scott Gottlieb tweet. In the past, I've raised concerns with Twitter. Here we are, Twitter again. Related to the safety of me and others. And it's funny, he doesn't really threat. I mean, he doesn't really uh, talk about the threats that, and again, threats in quotes, because nobody's threatened Scott Gottlieb at all. There's no threats to Scott Gottlieb at all on Twitter. I'm not saying somebody in private message him or something. I'm just saying that nobody's threatening Scott Gottlieb on Twitter. But it's just kind of it's it's just very, very strange with all this that we don't see any of these guys talk about the threats on Gab, the threats on Getter, because they can't control it, the threats on Rumble. Cause there aren't any threats on any of those platforms but they don't talk about it because they can't control it. And Scott Gottlieb has now lost control of Twitter, which is why, now who's Scott Gottlieb? He's the medical expert for CNN or MSNBC, I can't remember which, or both. He's He's the medical, he's the vaccine expert who's on the Pfizer board. In the past, I've raised concerns with Twitter related to the safety of me and others and threats being made on the platform. This included direct, as well as specific threats. Sometimes it includes statements that I believe were purposely and false and inflammatory. So then leave this up. It's funny how he says, see how he, see how he blurs the lines? He talks about threats and then he mixes that up with, he conflates that with statements that I believe were purposely false or inflammatory. False or inflammatory statements are not threats. They're false and inflammatory. And if they are false, they're wrong and they're lies. And if they are inflammatory, that's that's just... That's just in the eye of the beholder. Inflammatory could be telling somebody the truth. What's called now by the left, harm formation. Something that's absolutely true that causes somebody to be offended. Still the truth. So you see how he blurs the lines there? He mitigates, he uh he conflates false information with threats as if being, as if false information is a threat. It's not, it's not a threat to him. But that's that's kind of beside the point. But you see right there here you have Scott Gottlieb, who is allegedly an a a, an unbiased source source who's on the Pfizer board for months pimping and whoring the safety and efficacy and effectiveness of the very vaccines from the company that he's on the board of. It's very, I mean, again, and here he is talking about the media. He is, he's a member of the media. He's, I mean, he's been on whether it's him or Sanjay Gupta pimping and whoring these vaccines. He's, he, he is the gaslighting. He is the propagandist. And yet here he is talking about purposely false and inflammatory statements. And then he conflates that with threats. It's all propaganda Scott Gottlieb is a book-selling Propagandist vaccine whore That's who he is And he uses the media To propagate People like Gottlieb Are lower level They don't know What they're a tool of He has no idea He's just looking at the money They get him easy They get him very easy Under 1 Timothy 6.10 The love of money Is the root of all evil They got him easy with that He doesn't know That he's a globalist Leftist tool He's just like You know what I can make a whole lot of money Being on the board of Pfizer and then selling the very vaccines from the company I'm on the board of. And then going on and attacking media. But before, Twitter was propagandist media for the left. Now it's not anymore, so Gottlieb is upset. All right, here we go. Indie video brought to you by Pfizer. Here's the gaslighting, play it for me. Good Morning America is brought to you
3: by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Bill Gates' advice on how to combat mistrust in science at
0: 60minutesovertime.com, sponsored by Pfizer. You really need to get vaccinated. You know, COVID vaccines are now available for children five years and older. And the more people who get them, the better we're going to be able to help stop the spread of COVID. There's many layers to the totalitarianism. but. If you're going to have a totalitarian regime run out of Washington, D.C., run out of Davos, then you have to have a Goebbels. You have to have a Goebbels. And it's funny how they're all interrelated, and I can't go down this wormhole because I'll spend the rest of this podcast talking about it, but you have to have a Goebbels. And then the Goebbels is paid for by the company that you're using to usher in a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, Pfizer, through vaccine passport. Strange, isn't it? Now, they're all interrelated, all intermittent. I mean, think, think about that just one more time with that statement. If you're going to have a totalitarian regime, then you have to have a Goebbels. And that Goebbels is actually bought and paid for, brought to you by Pfizer, by the company that's ushering you into totalitarian control via vaccine passports. Strange, isn't it? I mean, of course, the company's not doing The company's being used by the same people that are using the Goebbels media that's that's just remember that whenever you have a totalitarian regime regime you have to have a Goebbels, somebody endlessly running gaslit propaganda here's the tom taking another hard right hand turn here tom finton tweet judicial watch breaking exclusive air force records reveal tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars spent to house i mean again this is insurrection propaganda gerbils I mean, I could just I could just stay on this point for forever, but I'm not. Breaking exclusive airport rec- records reveal tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars spent to house Ashley Babbitt's shooter and, and his pet, Lieutenant Michael Byrd, for several months in Distinguished Visitor Suite at Joint Base, Airfo- at joint, at joint Base Andrews. So the shooter of Ashley Babbitt, who's never been criminally charged, and remember, there wasn't even a police report done about it, was actually housed at your taxpayer expense, at an Air Force at Joint. At, uh, I want to always pronounce everything right. What's a uh, Joint Base Andrews? That one always throws me off because I don't want to put the name in front of the Joint Base part. At Joint Base, a uh, Joint Base Andrews, uh, housed by himself at taxpayer expense. No investigation, nothing. Did they call Michael Bird at the 1-6 committee? Absolutely not. Ashley Babbitt's mother? Absolutely not. The eyewitness standing right behind Ashley Babbitt, who saw her get shot through the throat by Michael Byrd, they bring him in? Absolutely not. And where's the media? Nowhere to be found, of course. But I just wanted you to know where your taxpayer dollars are going. All right, let's go to vaccines. Suddenly, it's happening on live TV. Play for me, other. If it doesn't,
1: the case can be referred to the International Court of Justice. All right, so Jessica, how do families of the victims feel about this progress that has come just a week before the third anniversary?
2: Well, people we spoke with say they were happy that something is being done, but this is something that they've been asking for since day one. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nariman, I'm looking at uh, after the, the, the day, families are... Pushing feds to, pushing the feds to, uh,
4: <laughs> sorry, everyone, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling very well right now and I'm about just, s-
1: <laughs> okay, we'll come back to and you right now we'll make sure that Jessica, you are doing okay. Thank you. We will make sure that Jessica is okay. So, and we will give you guys an update a little bit later to make sure that she is doing all right she is not alone she is with uh photog operators
0: so the questions we need to ask ourselves about these things is have we ever seen that before now i'm sad to say this part but i watch a lot of tv and i just you know throughout my life i've watched way too much tv so i've been exposed to many of those reports and this has never happened prior to 2021 now I know somebody will say it has happened. I'm just talking about statistically speaking, it has never happened before. We have never, we're ne- never be able, we've never been able to produce one video after another of somebody losing consciousness on national television at a podium, in a field of athletics. Never, never seen it happen. And I know that this is probably old news for those of you that are watching. But we have to get we have to put this information out. As it comes out, it is our responsibility. even if the mainstream media never picks it up, we have a Congress now that is on our side, at least to some degree. I know that there's plenty of rhinos there, but we have the Jim Jordans, we have the Matt Gateses, we have the Comers, we have people that are there that are on our side. We need to put this information out. These guys, the Thomas Massey's of the world, these guys will fight this stuff. Even at the loss of their job, they will do it because they're actually men of principle. Men men and women without principle will do anything to keep their job. Men and women of principle will lose their job to do what's right. Look at this tweet, Disclosed TV tweet. New excess deaths above the five-year average at over 20% in England and Wales for the last week of 2022. Excess deaths. Excess deaths, 20% above normal. Twenty, The excess deaths is 20%. So deaths are up 20%. Look at the line right here, 20.1% in England and Wales. England, 20%. Wales, 20.5%. If you look at the bottom line, total deaths above five-year average. Look at that. Total deaths above five-year average. England and Wales, 169,000 above average. England, 162,000 above average. Wales, 8,000 above average. This is what's really, this is what, this is the information that's being churned out right now. This is the information that's coming out. This, listen, other people might not take it up, but it will get to the right people. In Jesus' name, Lord, bring it to the right people and expose this stuff. I mean, you think about a 20% increase in deaths. 20%, 20% 20%. 20% more people have died than used to die. That is huge. And again, I I quote Edward Dowd. A 10% increase. Australia is at a 16% increase right now themselves. 16% increase. A 10% increase, that's for 2022. A 10% increase is a 1 in 200 year event. A 1 in 200 year event. So we have at least a 1 in 200 year event and a half going on in Australia, we have a one in 200 year event times two happening in England and Wales right now. That's that, this, is, this is the truth of what's happening. This is the absolute truth. All right, let's go to the next one. New COVID death, uh, non-COVID death since 1990, not age and population standardized. Look at 2022 versus 2020 and 2021. If we have a once in a lifetime pandemic in 2020 why do we have so many more people dying in 2022 we all know the answer we all know it's an experimental mrna vaccination that was put into the arms of five to six billion people at least the first dose 200 million americans received at least the two first two hundred million after that boosted why do we have more people dying after everybody is vaccinated with with the wonder drug the pfizer and moderna johnson johnson AstraZeneca vaccine why do more people die now the fact these are this isn't this isn't pulled from a right 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 wing conspiracy uh, site and i don't consider them to be conspiratorial any more than i'm conspiratorial it's not from the gateway pundit it's not from bannon's war room or tucker carlson this is absolute statistical data this is what's true why are more people so many more people dying after a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic than during the pandemic. Look at 2020. I mean, it's way less than 2022. Way less. And like you see, you're looking at right there. More people are dying now, post-vaccination rollout, than during the pandemic. Way more people are dying now. More people, I've said this 15 times now on the podcast, more people have died from Omicron than Delta. More people have died from Omicron than Alpha. More people have died from the least virulent variant than the other two. Why would that be? Because they're vaccinated and they do not have the ability to fight off the common cold that is Omicron. Let's go to the next one. Here's the the newspaper in England. 1,000 excess deaths each week. 1,000 more people are dying in England per week. Per week. To the place, 1,000 excess deaths each week as the nhs buckles the nhs is the national health service they can't they can't take on the additional load not to mention all the doctors and the nurses that they laid off because they weren't vaccinated thousand people a week they're overrun and they are on huge waiting lists there for all other maladies thousand people a week think this is this is what's true see it's actually getting into the mainstream media right here right now right there at the times it's getting in there that's what we i mean it's just like what i was talking about with biden and in the classified documents it's actually getting into the mainstream media just as we prayed all right look at this video 777 hercules video the COVID 19 shots robert malone is causing a form of of AIDS play
3: for me from a belief system that says that nation-state is an obsolete idea and we have to have a one world government that is basically a fusion of the interests of corporations and politics global politics and we got to start by finding out who they are voting them out of office making sure they are not part of our governments two notable characters here in the United States are governors Inslee and Newsom. okay We've got to out these people. We've got to force them to account for whether or not they're Americans or are they globalists. And if they're globalists, they got to get out. We've got to get rid of them. We've got to take back ownership of our country. If you believe in the Constitution, if you believe in the principles of free speech and personal autonomy, medical autonomy and autonomy at every level, other level, it's time to fight. Fight. You know, or your children are going to live in basically a techno-fascism for the rest of their natural lives as sir, And we've, we've documented this on this
0: podcast, where, where you're seeing the acronym now used as Well, The acronym that is, that is used is called VAIDS, and it's basically uh, auto, you know, autoimmune deficiency. You don't have the ability to fight off basic illnesses. That's AIDS. Kids are being born with this. Because when, when, kid, when people with altered genes are procreating, those altered genes end up in their kids. The same people that can't fight off Omicron are, of course, procreating. And having kids that can't fight off disease, too, because they have altered genetic material. That's what's happening. That is the creator of the mRNA technology right there, who said from day one, do not take These shots, let alone inject them into your children. Don Wote tweet, pop quiz. If I'm protected by natural immunity from prior COVID uh, infection, how effective must the vaccine be if I'm three times more likely to get infected after my third shot than if I remain unvaccinated? So the stats are, look, I mean, I can't, I didn't blow up the thing for it. It's impossible to read anyway. But you're three times more likely, more likely to be infected with COVID-19 This is taking groups of the unvaccinated versus groups of the thrice vaccinated. You are three times, all threes here, three times more likely to get COVID-19 per vaccine, per vaccination, first vaccination, second vaccination, third vaccination. Each time you do it, you're one times more likely to get COVID-19. You're three times more likely to get COVID-19 than the unvaccinated. And what does Joe Biden tell you to do on the first day of the year? Let's all be safe. Go get a flu vaccination, which by the way, they're, they're now putting out new experimental mRNA flu vaccinations where they're altering your genetic material to mass produce S-spike proteins, which then gives people uh, antibody-dependent en- enhancement syndrome, i.e. VADES, which, which is being passed on, which Peter McAuliffe is now putting out the studies, which is being passed on to kids via procreation, Via blood transfusion via breast milk and who and possibly sexual contact genetic material being passed from one to the other that's why you're seeing now the proliferation of pure blood uh, you know uh blood clinics what do you call them blood blood center what do you call us what do you call them blood we get blood you know we get blood i don't know blood centers i'm looking around the room nobody knows in here either well, where, you know, where you get people where they get blood transfusions, people want blood banks, blood banks. So there we go. So there the people are putting together pure blood, blood banks, because there's altered genetic material. In the cells, I mean, in, in the bodies of these people, and according to Robert W. Malone, with the, the damage that's done, whether it's the scarring of the lining of the heart, i.e. myocarditis, lesions in the brain, antibody dependent enhancement, enhancement syndrome, i.e. VADES, it's irreversible. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. I hope everybody who's vaccinated lives a long and healthy life. I really do. I don't want to be right. But this, you know studies like this where you're three times more likely to catch COVID after your vaccinated, which, by the way, is exactly what the Pfizer studies showed. In every, in every Pfizer study that I have read, in the study itself, it showed that you are more likely to die if you're vaccinated of COVID-19, more likely to die period, from some other cause, more likely to catch COVID if you're vaccinated than those who were receiving the placebo. Every single, And then it's labeled by Anthony Fauci's wife in the Bioethics Division of the NIH as safe and effective. Why? I mean, why is this happening? Because, as you hear all the time, you have to get to the vaccine passport. If that means that millions die, that's perfectly fine with those who are fine with aborting people anyway. They don't care whether they abort you in the womb or out of the womb as long as you're dead because they want to get you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. If that means lots of people got to die, fine. Are they purposely killing people? Doesn't matter. I believe they are because those are the same people that espouse the ideology of lowering the Earth's population in that it's us humans that are destroying the earth. So they want to get rid. We are the carbon they want to get rid of. They want to get rid of the problem. But regardless of whether they want to kill people or not, which I believe they do for the record, it's all a matter of getting to the vaccine passport. That's what this was about from day one. And it's starting little little bits and pieces of information are starting to come out. And I'll take them to the nth degree. I don't know if they're, they're true or not yet. But that there really was never a COVID-19. Now man that's real that's real conspiracy. Well, let's go to the NIH and have them show it to us under the microscope, shall we? Why have they never done that? Ever noticed it? Never noticed you've never seen it under the microscope at least by Anthony Fauci, Deborah Burks, Francis Collins, the head of the the Biden administration's vaccine uh response team, the doctor I can't remember his name now. You never seen it? It's weird, isn't it? And then but And they say, well, what about all the deaths? Yeah, but they were deaths that were attributed to COVID. People dying with COVID. People are dying with supposed COVID. The change of the death certificate rules that I've outlined on this show, which is absolute fact. Different deaths, same death certificate rules from 2003 to 2017. Miraculously changed in what month of 2017? I mean, 17 years. uh, 2003 to 2020, same rules. Miraculously changed in one month, March of 2020. Very weird, isn't it? So a person dies with COVID, has lung cancer, is in hospice, has five days to live. They swap it, swap. They, they do a nasal swab. He turns up positive, uh, positive for COVID, and he dies of lung cancer. Back in the days with the original death certificates, the cause of death would have been what? Lung cancer. They changed the death certificate rules in March of 2020 to where the cause of death would be COVID-19. So really the same amount of deaths, but attributed to a different cause of death. People will say that there was more deaths. There's arguments going back and forth. Wouldn't we all have noticed though? You know when I'm noticing deaths now? Now is when I'm noticing deaths. Now, now it seems, I mean, where was all the footage? We saw the propagandized footage of mannequins and hospital beds that they were all caught doing. The propagandist uh, material that they put out of the ERs are being overrun. We saw all that. But where were, where, where were, the, where were the, the death videos that we have now? They didn't have any of that material. We have people just dropping on camera. Where was that? I mean, you think that would be happening, right? It never happened. Right, let's go to the next one. I've lost place. All right, PLC. In Australia, no, we should have done in Australia first. There we go. In Australia, the more doses of vaccine you've received, the more likely you are to end up in the ICU. So leave this up. So, so far, what we've got is if you take, if you have, if you've taken three doses, you're three times more likely to be infected. Got that. Three times more likely than the completely unvaccinated. Not the one doser or the two doser. If you're thrice vaccinated, you're three times more likely to be infected than a, than a completely unvaccinated individual. And now in Australia, the more doses of the vaccine you receive, the more likely you are to end up in the ICU. There's, there's, there's your four dose right at the end. Three dose, uh, le, uh, if, we go right, if we go right to left, four doses is right. Three doses is the next one over to the left. And two doses, the next one over to the left. So the more you take, and I've been saying this now for a long time, they've stopped releasing the information in Canada. Rochelle Walensky has stopped releasing the information from the CDC in America. They've stopped releasing the information in England. They're actually forbidden by civil law in Israel to release the information via the contract that they have with Pfizer. They're not allowed to talk about vaccine deaths related to the, or anything that could possibly be attributed to the vaccine. They're not allowed to talk about that in Israel because of their contract with Pfizer. So all this information, they don't allow to come out, but I've been saying it for a long time because I saw the little reports that would come out. See, again, they're zealous, but they're not smart. They go to podiums. The different health directors go to podiums inside of Australia. And remember when they used to notice how they don't do this anymore? Just like they don't say a pandemic of the unvaxxed anymore, right? Well, they don't come to the podiums anymore and say, this amount of people died and how many were vaccinated, how many were unvaccinated. You notice they don't do that anymore because of this. Because this is the real information. Now, you're like, well, wouldn't they want to save people? No, it's not advantageous. They want to, all of these health directors, all of these politicians, they're, either one, they're, they're one of two types of people. They're either simply somebody who's a sheep who wants to go along to get along, doesn't want to rock the boat, or there's somebody who wants control over your life, either a mini totalitarian or a MAGA, or not a MAGA, a mega totalitarian like Klaus Schwab, or a Gigi Jinping, or a Joe Biden, or even a Rhino Republican like Mitch McConnell who wants control over your life. So why wouldn't they release this? Why wouldn't why why would they not release this information? Either one of those two reasons is Rochelle Walensky, is she a is she a mega totalitarian? Or is she just somebody who wants to go along to get along? We don't, we don't know. It doesn't matter. She's just a useful idiot. And now all of this data is not being released because you're far more likely. I used to see it all the time. Not Last time, one of the last times, or maybe the last time, that Canada actually released vaccinated COVID death information. Nine out of the 10 people who died of COVID were fully vaccinated. And I believe seven out of those nine were three times vaccinated. So that's they're not putting that out anymore. You know, Rochelle Walensky, we haven't seen any. I mean, have you ever asked these questions? Why can't we see health information from the Centers for Disease Control? Why, why can't we see the information? Why can't we see how many people are dying of COVID who are vaccinated? Why can't we see how many people who are hospitalized from COVID? Who are accident? Why can't we see? What what would be the purpose of us not seeing this information? Because it's all the same devil with this with different demons. Why, Christopher Ray? Can't we see fourteen thousand hours worth of video footage from One Six? Why can't we see it? Why, Christopher Ray? Won't you answer the question of were there FBI agents inside the Capitol before the doors were open on One Six wearing Trump, Donald Trump MAGA gear? Why? Why won't you answer the question of were there FBI operatives, informants, and agents inside the crowd inciting violence? Why won't you answer the question yes or no? Why, why would we not be able to know these things? Because it's not advantageous for the agenda, the agenda with many different tactics that I went over at nauseum on Saturday. Just remember, it's one agenda. The agenda is leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government causes all both small and great rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name that's the point of it all whether they know they're agents of the antichrist spirit or not that is the agenda that is the goal different tactics covid climate transgenderism homosexual the homosexual agenda gun grabbing socialism communism totalitarianism whatever it may be uh central bank digital currency different tactics but the same exact agenda all right go to the next one for me of course Starting in 2023, vaccination status of cases admitted to hospital, admitted to ICU, and those who die will no longer see what I'm saying. This is the same. This is from Australia, from the previous tweet. Will no longer look at down at the bottom. Health NSW, New South Wales government. It's not right wing conspiracy theory. It will not be released because it's showing the more the more you're vaccinated. And by the way, if you if, if if you guys can go back to that previous one with that graph. If you can't, don't worry about it. But if you look at it, it's not a little bit more likely. Yeah, perfect. You guys are great. If you're four doses, that's uh, the far right is is how likely you are to be in, in, in the ICU. In comparison, now, what is that little tiny zero in the far left-hand corner? That's the unvaccinated. That's how likely they are to end up in the ICU. Do you see that? I mean, look at that. Oh, sorry. Get my. Uh, it's hard to do on camera. There you go. Well, I can't do it. Do you see it? And it's not like you're slightly more likely to go to the IC if you're vaccinated. You're far more likely. So lo and behold, New South Wales says, you know what? This information will not help us to leverage people into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant. There you are. There you can see the numbers right there. That's how much more likely you are. It's 173 out of whatever the, whatever the metric is on the right. Look how more. Zero. You basically, listen, I mean... They, they, your likeliness, if you look at that zero on the far left-hand corner, you're basically your chances of being in the ICU from COVID-19, if you're unvaccinated, is statistically zero. And all of these politicians, the Bidens, the globalist left, the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the Justin Trudeau's of the world, the, the Gavin Newsons of the world, the Mitt Romney's of the world, the Mitch McConnell's of the world will all tell you to go get vaccinated. The rhino Republicans walking up to the podium trying to give themselves a, a veneer of legitimacy and reasonableness. I just want everybody to know that I'm vaccinated. Just mean, all you just told me is that you're stupid. Look at the stats. You're far more likely to go to the ICU. And then now that they know that, they don't release the data anymore. Look at this video from Stu Peters. Another hashtag bioweapon victim, single, dead, dead, single dad, dead after clot shot. Play it for
2: me. ...on this show to share the stories of those whose family and loved ones had their lives ended prematurely by the Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and & Johnson bioweapon injections that they were pressured to take by our government or by our corporations and our military and our hospitals. It looks like we'll have stories to share for a long time, sadly. According to a new Rasmussen poll... 28% of Americans believe that they personally know someone who died suddenly after getting a COVID shot. And sadly, the family of Derek McIntosh are numbered among that 28%. Derek died 1 year ago yesterday at the young age of just 41 years old, 6 days after getting his second Pfizer shot. Now, for the record, Derek never wanted to get vaccinated. But as the single father to a 17-year-old son, he had to work, and his employer Curt Manufacturing mandated the jab for all employees. Now, even if Derek had sought a religious exemption, he'd have had to pay for mandatory PCR tests and would have had to wear a mask every minute of every day at work. According to Derek's father, Curt Manufacturing imposed the mandate because they had several contracts with the federal government and the Biden administration tried to compel the shot for all companies receiving government contracts. Get the shot or you don't get the contracts. Just two weeks after Derek's vaccination, the Supreme Court threw out that requirement. But then it was too late. According to Derek's sister, the first Pfizer shot made him feel sick for several days. He also complained about a racing heart. He even told his sister that while he felt better after a few days, quote, the second shot might kill me. He might have just been making a dark joke at the time. But it turns out it wasn't a joke at all. On the morning of December 28th, 2021, Derek stopped at a CVS inside of a Target store after work to get his second shot. When he left work that day, he seemed completely normal. But essentially, the moment that he got the Pfizer jab, everything fell apart. He became nauseous. He developed a fever. Within a couple of days, he was throwing up, bleeding from his nose, and couldn't get out of bed. He described having strange pain in his feet like tiny pinpricks, which he had never felt before. Most disturbingly, he told his sister over the phone that he felt like a person gripped by epileptic seizures. Eventually, Derek called an ambulance for himself at 1 a.m. on January 4th. By 6 a.m., he was dead. According to doctors, Derek's entire body was ravaged with blood clots, which eventually caused a heart attack that killed him. According to the family, an autopsy that they wanted, that they requested, was never performed. And while the initial death certificate listed the COVID shot as the secondary cause of death, the final version signed by a medical examiner did not.
0: Strange, isn't it? The final version signed by the medical examiner did not say... The initial the initial cause of death on the death certificate was COVID 19 shot, but it was then overruled by a medical examiner because the medical examiner is part of the agenda again. Whether they're part of the globalist, I always always want to make this so we don't so we don't sound like a bunch of stupid idiots. There's people that are automatons that will simply do what they're told to do. They'll just do what they'll they'll just do what they're told to do because they want to keep their job. Um, they're leftists, you know. This is the leftist thing, you know all the All the Trump supporters don't wear masks, so whether it makes any sense or not i 'm going to wear a mask because i 'm an automaton i 'm not really a sentient person. I just do what I'm told to do. I've always been a Democrat. I'll always be a Democrat. So I'll do what I'm told to do. Sadly, that's what most of the churches did back in 2020. they uh, are told to mask, lockdown, whatever. They just do what they're told to. Do. Don't want to. Re- don't want to rock the boat. Don't want to be called somebody who lacks compassion. Don't want to be called unloving. Whatever it may be. They usher in the same agenda with race. Same agenda. Same agenda with with gender and with transgenderism and everything else, and they depend on people, not want to rock the boat. There's always certain people like that. And then there's people that are trying to usher in the agenda, and they're part of one or more of those tactics. Wake up from COVID. Now, this guy is interesting because I've showed his videos in a positive way before. Watch his transition. Watch his transition. Transition. This is actually a doctor. His name is Dr. John Campbell, and it's a wake up from COVID video. Always follow the evidence wherever it leads you. Play it for me.
4: When we get a vaccine for the COVID-19, that is essentially our way out of this crisis. Things can go back to normal. But then I am remarkably optimistic that the the vaccine, the vaccines are going to be effective. I believe we can eradicate this virus. I don't believe it's going to become endemic. I don't believe it's going to be a problem for decades. The, the, The World Health Organization have got superb experts working for them. They've got a bit cockeyed this year. Yeah, I agree with that. Got to be led by the science, by the evidence. I do not discuss conspiracy theories. We now have a vaccine with high levels of efficacy, high levels of safety, easy to produce, easy to transport and very, very inexpensive. What we believe is that people basically are not getting sick just after the first dose. So one dose can prevent serious illness. So you could well say that the efficacy is looking like it's 100% and amazing levels of ignorance people don't know that vaccine is there to prevent disease and it's no good way until you get it to get the vaccine dear me there's no question we've got a a surge here there's a significant increase in cases despite the very high number of vaccinations we conclude the mRNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation of the endothelium that means the mRNA can get all around the body basically newborn babies dying at a higher rate than expected in Scotland. The excess deaths are still going up, especially in the United Kingdom. All these lockdowns, we had this mass vaccination campaign, we had people bouncing up and down about it, politicians and medical officers and scientific officers strutting over the telly every night, TV every night. And now we've actually got higher levels of deaths and no one seems to be commenting on it at all. Now, we don't want to get into conspiracy theory, but it just it, it, to me it's inexplicable why mainstream media is not all over this and so there you go we're the mega big scientists and if you disagree with us you're a conspiracy theorist Um, disappointing my apologies if i misled people in 2020 but um we always go by the evidence that we get personally i wish i hadn't been as trusting well you live and learn i suppose
0: that's the problem you don't go with the evidence that you get the evidence that you get comes from the cdc The CDC is a leftist organization. The NIH is a leftist organization. And then we have you just use the churches as an example. They're like we're just going by the information that we get. Has a three percent death rate that came out. That it you know what it's it it it's transmissible transmissible from contact. So make sure you're wiping everything down. That was a lie. Wear masks because that'll stop transmission. That was a lie. Take the vaccine because it'll stop transmission and infection. That was a lie. Take the vaccine. Well, okay, now we admit it doesn't stop transmission and infection, but it stops hospitalization. You're three, you're three, four, five, ten times more likely to be in the ICU, according to New South Wales data, than if you're unvaccinated. Than if you take the, if you're, you are, I want to make sure you hear me clearly on that because I've garbled it all up. You're far more likely to be in the ICU if you're vaccinated than unvaccinated. Far more likely. It looks like 10, 15 times more likely. And and three times more likely to be infected than if you're boosted. Three times more likely to catch COVID-19 if you're three times uh, vaccinated than if you're unvaccinated at all. And the good thing about Dr. John Campbell there, at least at the end, he did what no pastor ever does. I'm sorry if I misled people. But then he goes, but we have to go by the facts that we are given. No, you don't. You have to know who's giving you the facts then. They are corrupt organizations. Whether it's the NHS in England, CDC in America, or all the other acronymed agencies around the world, what is their political agenda? Is it to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them? They control whether or not, you know what, get an electric car and we'll shut off your power. Joe Biden wants to get rid of gas stoves. Why? Because then it goes onto the grid. They're after your food. You can't cook food unless Joe Biden says you can because he'll just shut off your power. Can't have you be independent now. But at least this guy came to the right resolution at the end and did what no American pastors are doing, saying, you know what? I was wrong. I'm sorry that I misled you. I repent. I'm very sorry for what I did. Nobody else does that, but this guy did. Dan Bongino's done that. Not many. Chip Roy has done that. Not many people do it. I've yet to see a pastor do it. I've yet to see a pastor do it. Not one has ever come out. I've seen them now jump on board. And this guy was doing the same thing. John Campbell knows he's jumping on board at the end, but he did what, all the, other, what the pastors never do, is to actually say, I was wrong. I'm sorry I misled people. That needs to be done in your, your ministry. God will make sure that your ministry continues to wither on the vine until you come out to your congregation and all the people that you've led and said, you know what, I was wrong. Instead of just pretending like you never locked down, never masked, never pimped and hoard vaccinations. Instead of just pretending like you never did those things and just moving on, you need to come out and say I was wrong because your congregation needs to know, you know what, you were wrong. We should have done the opposite. So now we know what is wrong and what to do next time. Back here Thursday night, 8.30. Got a bunch of videos to follow right now, but don't miss Thursday night, 8.30. Love you all. And listen, seriously, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We are winning. God bless you all. Good night.
3: If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.
0: I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.